like you mean it. Wrestle, Nick. Nick, let me show you. You only need your right hand to pull this off. Yep. Not bad. So this is mixed martial arts? We're not MMA fighters, but we're wrestlers. The best foundation to start with. He's pinned. He's pinned. Hey, you here for the tryout? I can't fight this guy. Nice going. I watch you train every day. I won't give up. You ready? You can go pro. Yes! This kid's the real deal. Every fighter that he's taken on has been legit. And he has not lost. You're a sideshow. You're giving real fighters a bad name. The sideshow's about to beat your The XFC is denying your right to fight. I want to be heard. Nick's a contender for the title. This is his shot. He's proven that he can handle it. No, let me, no, let me. Nick has the right to have the career he wants to pursue. If you love something, you have to work twice as hard as everyone else. Nick Newell against Rich Riddles for the lightweight championship belt. Oh, Come this far to lose. Remember what we practiced. Stand up for yourself. You can do it, Nick. How many punches am I gonna have to take before I get into the ground? A few. But you got a thick skull. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. Lord, we don't need another mountain. There are mountains and hillsides enough to climb, enough to last till the end of time. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing. That there's just too little love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone.
Just sit down and listen. Girl, you know we've been together such a long, long time. Such a long time. And now I'm ready to lay it on the line. Wow, you know it's Christmas and my heart is open wide. Gonna give you something so you know what's on my mind. A gift real special. Take a look inside. Is my in a box? It's in a box. Not gonna get you a diamond ring. That sort of gift don't mean anything. Not gonna get you a fancy car. Girl, you gotta know you're my shining star. Not gonna get you a house in the hills. A girl like you needs something real. Wanna get you something from the heart. Something special, girl. Just follow these steps. One. Cut a hole in a box. <laughs> Put your junk in that box. <laughs> Make her open the box. And that's the way you do it. It's like in a box. Like in a box, girl. It's like in a box. Like in a box, girl. Christmas. In a box. 
it? Can you dig it? This is blasphemy. This is madness. This is a booth. All right, it's your boy, Sinister One, broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to The Booth. It is 12-20-21. We are just, well, 12-21-21. We are just days away from Christmas. Four days away. Man, just severe craziness. I've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I've got a guest. She's coming on at 8 o'clock. Crystal Tyson will be on with me at 8 o'clock uh, to hang out with me and close out the end of the 2021 season for the booth. And I've got people in the chat already. Juan Drago, Emma James, John Hayes. What's going on, all you guys out there watching the show? George, what's going on? George Powers. All you guys hanging out with us tonight, doing some good things. Um, got a lot of news to talk about, got a lot of stuff to talk about, and um, I got to thank my guest for last week. Last week's guest I got to thank is Rico from HatchetRadio.com. Also got to thank Maddie Cameron from Maddie C Sports for you and me. Also saying what's up to my man Kevin Jeffries, host of Happy Hour with Lito. He's also in the chat. What's going on, Kevin Jeffries? And um, as you guys can see, Feeling kind of festive right now. I got my Christmas gear on. Got my Christmas background going on. Because that's how we do on the booth, man. That's how we do it on the booth. I'm giving you guys a little snippet of some of the things I'm going to be bringing for the booth in 2022. I got a lot of new stuff. I've been producing a lot of other people's shows. So as I've been producing other people's shows, such as Kevin Jeffries, Happy Hour with Lito, Maddie C Sports for You and Me, um, Talk Back with Gloria Shea, She Talks Football Podcast. I, there's a lot of stuff that I, you know, I, I fool around with their shows and then I see things that I like and I want to try it out on my show. So you're starting to see some things here that, that, that are coming along real nicely. I've been doing this since, you know, 2003 before anybody else was really podcasting. And, you know, I'm holding it down. We're trying to hold it down here and bring something to you guys that you've never seen before um, as far as the podcast goes, taking it to a whole entirely different level. Um, but as I said, I got my guest, Crystal Tyson. She's going to be on here at 8 o'clock. And you guys know every time she comes on this show, it's crazy. She's crazy. She has some, pretty much she has no filter sometimes. So, you know, let me get into my sponsors. Um First, uh, I got to get into Michael Douglas Bretto. Lifetime warranty available when he fixes your controllers. As I said before, this guy, I get my controllers out to him. He has them back in 24, 48 hours, and I'm back to gaming. Trust me. Trust me. This is a guy that you probably wanted to send your stuff out in November because Christmas is coming. And you know what I talk about when I talk about gaming and Christmas people. Because we have two holidays. Mm -hmm. We have two major holidays coming up. But there's one gamer major holiday that takes place on December 26th. And they need to make this official for gamers. It, it, It is. The new Call of Duty came out. The new Battlefield came out. All the new games have been out since November. The new Halo Infinite 
is out with multiplayer. All of these games come out. Well, on twelve twenty six, between Christmas and New Year's, there's a little known holiday that a lot of people don't know about. Emma James, what's up? She said, yes, Christmas and my birthday. Oh, you one of them ones. <laughs> like India Soto, whose birthday is December uh, 23rd coming up. You know, you, you you got everybody gets real cheap on you. Tumbo, we got you your Christmas gift and birthday gift at the same time. Damn it. <laughs> so December 26th, people, for those who don't know, it's National Noob Hunting Day. Now, if you're a gamer, you're laughing right now. Because you know exactly what the F I mean right now when I say December 26th is National Noob Hunting Day. So guys like me and Roger and my boys who've been playing Call of Duty since it came out in November or Battlefield or Halo Infinite multiplayer, for all of us, December 26th, we're sitting in front of our Xboxes and PlayStations just licking our chops. Why? Because it's officially noob hunting day. These are the poor kids and the poor grown-ass men who waited till Christmas to get their copy of Call of Duty or get their copy of Battlefield or get their copy of Halo multiplayer and they come out on Warzone and they're wandering around the map aimlessly and we're just picking you off. Picking you. And don't let it be double XP weekend. Because this weekend, Christmas is on a Saturday. And if they unleash double XP weekend, oh, all you noobs got it coming to you. All you noobs got it coming. Just walk out. Just walk out into Warzone. Into the wide open. With no care. With no regard in the world. Trust me. Every gamer that's hardcore right now watching this show is sitting at home laughing their asses off. Talking about, yes, sir. That's right. Bring it. All you noobs coming out with your head unobstructed. Jumping in vehicles. Leaving yourselves wide open. You're getting murked. No mercy. Because <laughs> for new, new punting day for me. Is, is that line from Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> That's how I'm going to be on New Hunting Day. Don't come. Look, and I'm and look. I'm playing Call of Duty Vanguard right now, and I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm an older guy, but I'm playing Call of Duty Vanguard, and I'm dropping 49s. I'm dropping 45s. I'm dropping 30 kills in a match. I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. So all you noobs out there, just let it be known. December 26th, National Noob Hunting Day. If he dies, he dies. And I'm an equal opportunity killer. If you're coming out there, you female gamers, and you're noobs on Call of Duty and all that on December 26th because you just got the game and waited a whole month and a half. If she dies, she dies. (laughs) Simple as that. So, getting into my sponsors here. I got kind of a little sidetracked. Viana Marie, check out her music everywhere. She's on a mixtape right now, a Stradonair mixtape. It's on SoundCloud. It's on a ton of different sites. But you want to make sure to check it out on Audio Mac. 
um, where, where they're really doing the analytics and, and monitoring how you guys are doing it. So check out the Estrada and their mixtape. Also, she's got This Is Christmas. Before I went live, you guys heard some of the tracks from Vianna Marie's This Is Christmas Christmas album that she did last year. You guys might have heard Travis Partington singing on that album with her. Travis Partington, Oscar Mike Radio. Also, Elion V from around this area. He's got a show coming up on the 29th that I might be able to try to check out if things aren't locked down, but we'll see. Also, tactical target systems. When I head off to the range and I have to blow up some steam, I use my zombie targets. Tactical target systems. As for Don Robinson, the guy will hook you up. They have specials all the time. Whenever I go to the range with my targets, they are the talk of the range. I went to an um, outdoor range. I'm a member at Braintree, and I had my zombie targets at the 50-yard 100-yard range, outdoor range. And a lot of the guys are like, whoa, 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 where'd you get those? Because here in Massachusetts, to be honest, a lot of places won't allow human silhouette targets. They're not allowed um, in this state in some clubs. So the zombie targets kind of bypasses those rules and regulations when it comes to what type of targets that you can shoot with. So a lot of guys, you know, when I go there, I end up giving away some of my targets to people because they love them. You know, they're great targets and they're a great conversation piece and, you know, it's great to have. Uh, RebelRom.com, that's my cousin's website. Check out her clothing line, RebelRom.com. Also, Carl Bunnell, you saw the ad earlier for veteran-owned residential and commercial, old colony pest control, licensed and insured. We want to make sure that we support our veterans at all times. You know, they, they fought for this country, and um, we gotta, we got to pay our respects and show them to support them. So Carbonell veteran owned residential commercial seven, seven, four, 400, five, nine, nine, three. Now in the news booth, some of these news booths, some of these stories I'm going to hold for, um, crystal for when she comes on, but this next half hour anyway, I'm going to be in the chat and stuff. But this past weekend, the Capiello brothers of Brockton, Capiello brothers, boxing and Capiello brothers promotions. Um, they had their finals of the Rocky Marciano, boxing tournament this past saturday night it was at the bridgewater vets club it was hosted there at the bridgewater vets club and i was able to go around me and maddie c's from sports for you and me maddie c matt cameron big shout out to him for coming on with me and hanging out with me and doing some of these interviews but we were able to interview a lot of people uh during this event um i ran into some familiar old faces steve the sandman done i ran into todd the hulk chattel who you guys know from my KJFX days when i was ring announcing um, I was able to talk with Richard Cappiello and we speak. Wow. I asked him a lot of questions and he actually speaks on the Jake Paul fight that happened this weekend. I get real honest down and dirty with him about Jake Paul. You'll be real surprised at what boxing promoter Richard Cappiello has to say. Also interviewed Brandon Cappiello and we interviewed a whole slew of fighters from the fights this weekend. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to get into this. Uh, let's see, we're going to get into this so you guys can check this out. But this is the Rocky Marciano Tournament of Champions. Guys, I'm in the chat, so if you want to drop some stuff in the chat, I can answer some questions in the chat. But here we go with the Rocky Marciano Tournament of the Champions this past weekend. Bridgewater Vets Club put on by Capiello Promotions, Capiello Boxing, which is located right here in the City of Champions of Brockton. Here we go. <laughs>
Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Sinister One, broadcasting live from the City of Champions, Hoobazoo.com. We're in Bridgewater tonight. I'm going to scan this over this way. A legend here in Brockton. What's up, guys? We're in Bridgewater tonight, but he's legendary. Steve, the Sandman Dunn. I don't know what's going on here tonight, man. Tonight is the fourth, fourth and final night of the Marciano tournament. It's an elimination-style tournament, single elimination, so you lose, you're out. So if you got to the fourth night, you haven't lost yet, and this is the final. And who are you looking forward to in this card tonight? I, I, a friend of mine's son's having his first fight. Joseph Frills is fighting a 75 pound bantamweight fight. Looking forward to that. And after, you know, the fourth year I've done this tournament, I feel like I know everybody. So I'm not really looking for anybody in particular. But the Joey Cruz fight I want to watch. Nice, nice. We got the Patriots tonight. Indianapolis Colts, who are you liking that game tonight, man? I'm a Patriots fan. No, no. If they shut down Jonathan Taylor, I think they got this win. I think they got it anyway. I mean, um, Bill Belichick, man. Genius. And, and how, how Mac Jones went to the, you know, the fourth to quarterback pick, I have no idea. Yeah, and we, you know, we talked about it on my show. You know, I said that saving connection was there, and I felt like something was going on. He dropped down, he fell right in my laps, and it's a good thing. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something, because you're a big fan of boxing. Yes. You get this whole thing with the Jake Paul, Logan Paul brothers. We're going to get on this real quick. We got Jake Paul taking on Tyrone Woodley this weekend. What are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like it's a, it's a black guy in boxing, but everybody says that's what it's about. The kid's got millions of followers on TikTok. It's putting asses in the seats. Listen, I, I look at it as a, a, a money grab, but, you know, the internet and everything else, we're not kids anymore. Mm -hmm. you know, these guys, these up-and-coming guys, how to make the money. He's got millions of followers. Tyron Woodley's a professional. He was a former UFC champion, 170-pound champ. You know, I'm a UFC, I mean, I'm a uh, MMA guy. So I, I'd like to see the MMA guy shut that dude up. So I don't consider him a boxer, but he is boxing. So. Right, right. You know, I'd say Tyron Woodley by knockout, obviously. But I am the biggest mush ever. <laughs> so if I, if I take you, bet against me. When you get back in the cage, man, I've seen you fight a while, a couple of times, man. I'm fighting five the time, 56, so my next fight five the time. Uh, uh, but we used to do interviews. I fought professionally for like six, seven years, uh, seven, eight years ago. And me and Keith were way back at Scrum's radio show. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he hit, he hit me up for tonight's event. I said, come on down, do your thing, brother. Yeah, this is a guy, when we started the uh, Brockton Junior Boxers Pop Warner, when the league came back, we needed some people to step up and donate. And you were the first guy that came up, donated a big sum of cash to the kids to be able to get uniforms that first year out for Brockton Junior Boxers Pop Warner, man. I got to say, uh, I'm just trying to get my, work my comma. So, I got a long way to go. So, anytime I can help out, I mean, I love kids. Um, I was supposed to be an elementary school teacher, so it's in my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't scholastically inclined. I was on the wrestling scholarship, but I like the kids. I like helping out whenever I can. And speaking of scholastics, hey, I got to acknowledge your daughter, Peyton, man. Peyton, I soon become Lottie, Bridgewater State. She's going to go back to her master's degree, child psychology. I say that the uh, apple fell far from the tree. My tree was on a cliff, so the apple fell off. It rolled down the block a little bit, but I, I'm very proud of my family, and you know, it's all good. Hey, you're gonna be a proud dad when your daughter is successful like that. That's just beauty and smiles. Not a bad combination. Yep, you still did to kick any guy's ass. And, and, and like I say, I uh, I do security. That's what I do. Her, her mother pushed it, and I I do security around the house, so nobody moves, nobody gets hurt. 
All right, this is your boy Sinistorm. We're down here at Bridgewater. There's still some time left to get in here, get to see these fights. Steve, the same man done. Guys, Keith, yeah, always a you. pleasure. No problem. Guys, this be good. Good. Sign up. We'll be back here with more. All right, your boy Sinistorm broadcasting live from the Bridgewater Vets Club. Usually broadcasting for the City of Champions. I'm here with Richard Cappiello. We are here for the Rocky Marciano Tournament live. Man, having this event, man. This is a great event. Well, coming off the COVID um, situation from last year, of course we weren't, you know, able to do our, our series last year. So here we are a year later, you know, on our 25th year anniversary of this tournament. So it's, it's a big, big deal for us. We're extremely excited. We've been had a lot of great success. We had four shows and uh, fighters from all over New England, and this is the final night. And it's we're it's expecting a great crowd and um, a lot of great, great fights, all championship fights. Everyone fights for a belt, so it's great for the city of Brockton, and it's great for all these young kids to have an opportunity on to, table. To, to engage in a tournament of this of this caliber. And, um, I wish you everyone the best of luck tonight. You know, I would love to see this eventually, maybe in the something like this in the summertime. You get the Rock Stadium, you know, big crowd. That would be amazing. Yeah. You know, this to me. Who are you looking forward the most tonight on this card? I mean, honestly, there's a lot of great, great fights. I really wouldn't pick one fight mm -hmm. out. Any fight unexpectedly could be the fight of the night. So. I know that when a belt's on the line, it's championship night, it brings out the best in everybody. So I'm expecting some phenomenal fights. We have 16 fights. Um, and it's going to be a great night of boxing. No, I really can't pick one out because everyone I talk to has the attitude that, that they want that belt and they're coming to win. So it should be very exciting. And the question I've been asking a lot of guys who've been involved with boxing for many, many years, this is, this is a hot topic in the boxing community. You get a guy like Jake Paul who's fighting Tyrone Woodley tonight. And I feel like I'm, I'm a boxing guy. I've been watching boxing for a long time. I feel like it's a disrespect to boxing. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because somebody said that that's, that's, that's how it is today. you got a guy that's got millions of followers on TikTok. He's all over the place and he puts asses in the seats. What are your thoughts as a promoter? I think, it's, I think it from a promoter's perspective, I've been doing this for 25 years. I've done over 200 shows. Been all over the world with fighters. I think, I think it's more of a marketing type of thing. I don't really... I don't look at this as um, professional boxing. I just don't. It's more of a sideshow. It's it's a guy that has a m millions of followers that can generate income. So you know, you take two fighters, you put them in there, and um, as long as it's generating the money, why wouldn't they take that opportunity? You know, some people like it. Some people like the you know the drama to it. Um, to me, obviously, they're not world class fighters at all. I don't even put them in that category. I look at more as a sideshow. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I give them credit for um, finding a way to, to create another um, avenue for boxing and um, create some enthusiasm. You know, but I just don't take them as serious as I do a, a professional athlete at all. I gotta ask you a question: If Jake Paul came to you and asked you, "Hey, you're a hell of a promoter. Could you put me on, get me a event?" What would you say? I do in a minute. Really? Why not? Wow. <laughs> hey, I know, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather you be honest, man. Yeah, man, like when you're getting paid, things change, you know. <laughs> money talks. People do crazy things for money. Well, I, you know, I looked at that crowd overseas that they had, and they sold, they sold the place out. And yeah. it's like, you know, again, you're like, you want to be pure to the we're sport. There. But then again, you're like, we're all in this thing. Money, too. Yeah. We're selling out stadiums.
Yeah, it is. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Jake Paul, you know, giving him credit is he has been learning and, and, and improving. You know, um, he hasn't fought like a real boxer that has real experience or anything like that. But, you know, he's definitely not em embarrassing. I mean, you know, the competitive fights, whoever he does fight. So, to me, it's, it's you know, if people want to go in that direction and they want to see something unique and different, you know, enjoy for what it truly is, then good for all of you and good for them. I don't discredit anyone for trying to, you know, come up with a new creative idea of, of, of doing things. So, But at the end of the day, boxing is boxing. Professional athletes that really deserve to be in there, you know, they're in a different league. That's just the way I look at it. Nice. And before we go, your son, you want to talk about your son real quick? Yeah, my son um, just signed a record deal this, this past year during COVID. Um, so he just worked on his uh, his, his uh, first uh, album, which will be coming out early next year. He was just out in Miami doing his first shoot, his first music video, which will launch at the end of January. And something really exciting is um, he did a, a, a Patriot song called Champion a couple years back. Mm -hmm. It did uh, over 2 million views. Um, it went viral. And they're in the middle of, they just finished a new song for the new team. For the new era of the Patriots. Nice, yeah. It's amazing. We're working on production next week, and that'll be launched uh, when we get them locked into the playoffs. And um, I think that's another one that's going to go viral. It's going to be crazy good. I, I, I'm addicted to the song already. Um, everybody that's heard it absolutely loves it. So, And I'm not being biased, by the way. No, I, I keep, it, to the music I keep things real. He's a good, he's a good uh, writer, engineer, producer, and, and a singer. So it should be great. And watch for it. Um, within the next few weeks, it's coming out. It'll be great. People will enjoy it for sure. Nice, nice, nice. This is Richard Cappiello. We're down here at the Bridgewater Vets Club. Great night of boxing, Rocky Marciano tournament. And you got some good stuff coming out. Yes. Let them know, man. Say hello to everybody. Just tell them thank you. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Um, we're jumping back into the pro level of boxing again after 25 years. We took off five, six years, but we're making our comeback this year. So there's going to be a lot of boxing around. We are, we are far from over with what we do. And, and we, while we're speaking on boxing boxes, Kevin Walsh, real quick, man. That kid is on fire. Kevin's our fighter. He's really, yeah. really doing a great, great job. And um, he's got a tough, tough fight. He's 4 0. He's fighting another kid from Lowell that's 3 0. Both great, great fighters. You know, early on in his career, just after four fights, he's really putting everything on the line against a real solid fighter. Um, it's happening January 29th. It is in New Hampshire. He will be fighting back here in March, maybe at this venue as his homecoming at the Vets Club. But this fight coming up is exciting. And, um, you know, something I really didn't want to take this early in his career, but he was very adamant about fighting this kid. And I get a lot of respect for Kevin for, for putting himself out there and taking a risk factor this early on in his career. But um, he's determined to win the fight, and uh, we all believe in Kevin, and that's why we took the fight. And I got to thank you real quick. I got to shake your hand here. On the black community, just to talk about this thing here, is that you guys helped him out with some legal stuff in the back to him during his legal problems. A lot of promoters, you don't see them do that. There's a lot of great, talented fighters who promoters didn't really care about the legal problems, didn't care about their life outside the ring, other than like a guy like Cus who took Tyson under his wing and changed his whole life around. 
what you guys pretty much did for Kevin Walsh is pretty much the same exact thing, man. And I, I respect you, and that's why I got to shake yeah. your hand on that, man. That's Thank you, and, I, and I'd like to elaborate on that real quickly. Is Kevin? First of all, I think I think young kids all make. You know, young kids can easily go in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. I think all young kids deserve a second chance. You know, we all make bad mistakes when we're younger. And um, most of the time it's excusable, you know what I mean? I think Kevin wholeheartedly is a good kid. He just got into the wrong crowds, went in the wrong direction. Fortunately, he started coming up our gym training. And, um, you know, when all this happened, my brother actually went to court and stood up to him and made a promise to the court that he would, he would change Kevin. And, you know, they've made a lot of great changes. Kevin's a great, good-hearted kid, comes from two great parents, Sheila and Kevin, that, that uh, recently passed. He was a great friend of mine. Um, he's a good, good kid, and um, he's making us all proud right now. Making everybody proud. Queen City, Rocky, good stuff. So, again, Richard Capiello, we're down here at Bridgewater Bets Club, Rocky Nacional Tournament. It's great stuff. Great to have you on. Thank you. Thank man. you very much. It's your boy Sins One. We're going to be back with more live stuff on the booth. Thank you. It's your boy Sins One broadcasting live from the Bridgewater Bets Club. You're watching the booth. I'm down here at the Bridgewater Vets Club for this Rocky Marciano tournament. I got a, I got a special guest coming on here. This kid was on my show way back when we was broadcasting at Westgate Lanes. This kid had put out his first video, and I know my stepdaughters, India and Haley and Jocelyn, they loved this kid. We went to see him perform. Let me bring him on here. What's going on, everybody? What's up, yes, man? Sir, man? What's Excited. going on? Tell Excited. them everything, man. So, shoot, we're at the fights tonight. We're going to have a great night. Really excited about that. We're doing a little DJing. But uh, we're back with the music this year. Post-COVID, it's going to be really exciting. So, we got a new video coming out that was shot in Miami. Um, that's going to be dropping probably in January slash February. We have a brand new Patriots anthem. The mm. first one, we got millions of views. Millions. It went everywhere. And we did do a Red Sox one as well that did very well. But you know when it comes to Pats Nation, it's a different, it's a different energy. You know, So um, they get behind it, and it's, it's rowdy. So uh, we're excited. It's kind of like rock, hip-hop. So uh, you know, we're excited about that. And uh, we're, we're finishing it up right now. The song is just about done, but we're already going to be meeting on Monday for the video. And uh, that will be dropping the day after the final game. So I think January 10th. Okay, cool. So we'll, we'll have to try to get you on the show. I'd love Maybe. to. I'll definitely bring you yeah. on the show. And yeah. um, who do you like tonight? So tonight, um, in the game? Yeah, yeah. Definitely Patriots. Definitely. But, you know, it's, it, it's a tough game. Colts are really good. Uh, you know, shout out to Randy Lowe. Obviously, that's my brother, and we're doing the anthem together. And, uh, you know, when we team up, it's serious. It's serious every time, so we're very excited. But obviously, we like the Patriots tonight. Um, Going to be very excited to watch. And I, and I do feel as though if they win tonight, then they could win out. Um, yeah. So, you know, them damn Chiefs, though. Look, I've been telling everybody, keep an eye on the refs. I said, here on out, because I think the NFL wants a Tampa Bay Patriots Super Bowl. Ratings will be huge. Last they week, Tampa Bay was the benefit of a, of a real questionable call during the overtime last oh, yeah. week, Tampa Bay was. And I told people, kind of watch it. The way it goes, this, you know, the, the, the Colts are pretty much a tough game, but right now the Patriots should post the rest after tonight. But um, again, pay attention to those refs, because this would be a humongous, humongous game, you know, for, for everybody to watch, especially in the New England area. They will never be a bigger Super Bowl ever. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's over 20 years of build-up. 
and you know the two biggest winners ever in you know besides more football the two biggest winners in sports um, as a head coach and as a player um, we just never seen anything like it you know that's why when they were together we dominated for, for so long we gave everybody people got spoiled people hated us and it's funny because they they hated Brady when he was on the Pats um, now they love him yeah, and, no, hypocrites. <laughs> you know, and you know they hated the Patriots when it was Belichick and Brady together. Now people like the Patriots. You know, right. people people might still want to give Bill some flack because they're jealous. But um, you know that's just that's just what it is. And you know, Patriots fans, we have that attitude. We don't we don't care. We don't care. We just want to win. That's what we do. <laughs> and as a fellow DJ, I know you got to set up. But hey, give me your social media so they can follow you, man. Yeah. So uh, B underscore C A P P on Instagram, Brandon Cap on Facebook, um, Twitter as well. Not on there as much, but. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of TikTok content, too, so that's just be So hit me up, follow me. A lot of great things this year. And this guy is one of the best dudes I know. And he represents hard out here. So uh, hard. We're gamers, love. too. We're behind-the-scenes gamers. Ooh, you know that. You know that. <laughs> so this is your boy, Sid. This is the one I'm going to be signing off. I'm going to have more interviews for you guys in the booth. My man, Matty C, is supposed to be here for Matt Cameron's. Matty C, supposed to be with me. We're going to have some fighters coming up. I'm going to show you a little bit of snips from the fight, but you guys should really be down here. It's your boy, Sid. This is the one broadcasting live from Bridgewater Vets Club. Peace. Got a beast over here with me that we're going to talk to as soon as we get between this round right here. Uh, which one's got the red gloves, Justin or? Uh, that's Cash. Cash. Yeah. I'd like to thank the Donnie yeah. Boutique. Yeah. Right, I'm going to bring somebody in here. You guys remember Cage FX, my days of ring announcing. This guy here out of Rhode Island. I've seen this dude put on some serious fights, man. Todd Chattel. Get in here, man. Get him close, man. Let them know what's going on. Tell them what's going on, man. You got this legendary I know. I had a guy, Levi, uh, he was supposed to fight today. His opponent just didn't show up, I guess. Which we know that. Yeah, yeah I know. I hate that. I he's, hate a, that. he's a coachable kid, tough, tough kid. He's, he's fairly new. He's 3-0. But I'm coaching him, so last week he fought, I'm coaching him. And the kid's pouring his jab, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, parry left hook. He doesn't even really know that much. Parry left hook, boom, standing eight count. I was like, wow, most, the most coachable kid. You guys will be hearing about him, Levi. You'll be hearing about him. Yeah, he's a beast. You know, what have you been doing? You still staying in shape, uh, yeah, still holding it down? I've been doing some weightlifting and stuff, but I train, help, kid, help kids out at the boxing gym. Just, uh... Kind of, I kind of try to stay away from these things that I show up and then I'm like, ah, maybe I should just take a break. <laughs> you miss it, you stop missing it after a while. You know what I mean? I retired. I, I own my own business doing concrete flat work. Nice. So I'm just doing that, man. But that's it, man. Just keep busy. Okay, let them know how they can hit the school and do your box, man. We're at Legendary Box in North Providence, Rhode Island, Senadale area. Come check us out. Bring your guys for sparring. That's it, man. Has nice. Vinny Pass come through there at all yet? Nah, we I'm, we know him, we're cool with him, but he doesn't. Nah. He stays to himself lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, yeah. to himself lately. Good, yeah, good we shout got, out to him. We get Gary Boletto through there. Gary's uh, a good guy. I yeah. mean, we had Mickey Ward come through. Yeah, we, we had some guys come through, like, good, good people. So me and Jared do a, do a podcast called We, we Rise. We've had, like, Derek Brunson on there, Andre Soaking Cut, a lot, of, a lot of good UFC fighters, Sean Sariano. Oh, shoot, I'm going yeah, yeah. to check that out. Yeah, this guy yeah, here, yeah, Matty yeah. C, he's got his own sports yeah, show going on. Matty C's supposed to be with me, so. Yeah, 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 from Rhode Island. 
I was I was CES CES MMA first uh, champion. When I was first MMA champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell. Yeah, I still yeah, got yeah. your hoodie and shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah them, days, them days are crazy. I, like I said, I miss it. So good. All right, well, thanks for coming. Good journey. All right, brother. Good yeah. stuff. I'll definitely be seeing you. All right, nice, nice, to nice to meet you. Thank you. All right, that was Todd Chattel, man. The beast, the hog. Championships went to the Nationals. Actually, when Marvin fought Sugar Ray, he was on the other guy. He was the first fight of the night on that other guy. He had a 17 0 one record. Oh, yeah. He's like, should I have my bow? Hell yeah. Yeah, you got to show off that shine. Five minutes later. Here we go. Come up here. Play it with the bell. Hold that belt up, son. We got Xavier McEachran here. Let him know where you're fighting from. You just want him out. What, what got you into boxing? I I got to shout out the 17 year olds who are taking up a sport, staying off the streets because it's hard. It's hard for a lot of these kids at this age to not be tempted. So I see you holding it down and doing what you need to do at 17 is mad props, man. I just want to give it to you. Uh, let them know how they can follow you on your social media and stuff so you can keep a track in your career. My Instagram is Shinobi200. My Snapchat is Bossman4479. Find a sport you love and do something you love. Follow it. It's it's good. Don't sit around. Everyone's gonna say you gotta go to do something this and that. Do what you love. Find something you really love and put 110 percent. Follow it. Nice. So again, Xavier McEquin, coming on the show. Good luck, man. I'll be keeping my eye on you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Take care. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Stay in touch with him. That's another kid, up and coming, guys. 17 year old with positive words like that at the end. Yeah. We got this last round going on with Serafina Brown and Jamie Brown. We got the guy that just won the last fight, Pella Delahante. Pat, yeah. you know where you're out of. Tell us a little bit about that. Winter Mass. I trained with Sal Bartolo Jr., the son of Sal Bartolo, the featherweight champ of the world, 1944 1946. Uh, I went in there. I meant to stay on the outside, just work my jab, throw some overhands, catch the body. The guy had 60 pounds on me. I'm sorry, he was so, working you with that weight. I had, to do, I, I had to stay on the inside, catch the break and land some shots, try to stay on the outside, but he just kept coming in like, like, a, like an ox. Yeah. So I just had to catch my clean shots, gas him out a little bit, and just... So he's having some issues in there with his headgear. It looked like once he started sweating, it looked like he was getting some sweat. Yeah, I, I, I threw some uppercuts and his headgear got all f***ed up. So, <laughs> sorry for swearing if I can, but uh, yeah, I just I, I dug deep. wasn't super confident at the end, but I got it done. Nice, good job. Shout out your school. Let them know how they can follow you on social media. Not in school right now, but uh, the real Pat Della, D-E-L-L-A, -L -L on Instagram, you know. Nothing crazy with boxing, but this is just something I did as a detour. All the other shit I'm doing. I was 340 pounds. I lost 80 pounds, I'm at 260 now, and I did that through boxing, so I, I felt like I owed this sport of boxing something, so that's why I ended this tournament.
Nice, good stuff. Hey, good interview. Thank you guys. Appreciate you for coming, guys. So that was Pat Delahante with the wind. And uh, they're just the camera. He was tall. Taking a little while for the decision to come through. It should be easy. Should be Victoria De Erico unanimously. I mean, it was a second round was a little questionable, but Victoria should get this win. I don't know what. Here we go. Let me just flip the camera back so you can see our faces. Never let it get to the judges. Wow. Wow. All right. I don't know about that one. That's a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow. I had Victoria on that. The second round was a little bit questionable, but there's no way that should have been a split decision. Oh, that's... But number one rule, don't let it get to the judges when you fight. When you fight. She's pissed. She has right to be, in my opinion. Julie Coca against Therese Walta. Is the next fight 139 females? And we got Victoria is like right over beside us. I would love to get her on here and hear what she has to say. Because if I'm her, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Let's see if I can get her over here. Let's see if she's willing to talk. You bring her over here. <laughs> These two girls are going to run out of gas by the second round. They're brawling right now. Let me give you guys a little bit of what's going on here. They are just throwing hands. Just throwing hands. Nothing. Look at this. Look at this. Holy Christ. If you're a judge, you're losing count to scoring right now. The punch stat is insane right now. Holy Christ. These ladies are just going. Yeah. Jesus Christ, these girls have not stopped. They're just throwing blows left, right, left, right, scoring points, scoring points. Julie Coca in the red, Therese Walter in the blue, and they are just still from the opening bell. They are just throwing blows left, right, scoring points. I have lost count. That's the 
somebody is going to tire out. This is this is going to come down to who's going to lose the gas in the tank. That's what this is going to come down to. Once the hands drop, it's going to be open season. This is like a, a fight that you see after school. <laughs> you know? It's supposed to last like 50 seconds. Before. Yeah, you know? Six minutes. Look, my arms are tired right now. I don't know how these two women are keeping their arms up. My legs are tired, so we're even. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh my God, how do the people not stand up for that? Are you kidding me? Wow. Wow. Alright, I'm going to be the brave guy here who holds the show for Sinister One Productions. I'm going to... Ozzy over. Suck it up. See what she says. I mean, she's got all her people here with her tonight, so... Let me go see. Let me go see. Five and direct. I'm trying to get an interview. So Vicky is coming over. Hey guys. Alright, I did what I had to do. Right here. We got Victoria DeErico on here. And we were just watching that fight with you, and we had you winning that fight. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Tell us about it. Oh, you should be proud of yourself because we had you winning that fight. We were real surprised at the split decision that you lost that fight. I was. That I second I round was. Yeah. Hey, you said he shut it down. Well, you want to shout out the school? Anybody you want to support? And where can we see you coming up next? There you go. Right. Great stuff. Thank you for coming on. Good sport. Thank you. Take care. All right, I'm gonna bring it down lower. Look at this. My arms are just tired after watching you fight. That first round, you guys must have swam all the way to Florida with all the punches you guys threw. Let them know who you are. Good fight, good win. Where are we going to see you next? Mm, all right. Nice. Where can they follow you on social media? Tessie Wesley 27. All right. Good win tonight. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't matter what it was. 
was the Rocky Marciano Tournament of Champions 2021, the finals that was held at Bridgewater Vets Club. I want to thank everybody for coming on, giving us those interviews, B-Cap, Tess Walker, uh, 
Victoria DeErico, Xavier McEachran, Pat Delahante, uh, Rich Capiello, Mike Capiello, Todd Chattel, and Ray Curdo. And did I remember anybody else? I, th- I think that's it. That's pretty much it. Good stuff. Great stuff. And uh, we're coming up on the top of the hour. I'm going to have my guests should be calling in in a little bit to get on the show. But what I'm going to do here is I'm going to get into my my news booth topics. Uh, here in Brockton, Mayor Sullivan issues an emergency indoor mask advisory. It's not mandatory, but what he's asking is, is that if you do go indoors, he's asking for people to wear masks. So if you're going into Shaw's or Family Dollar, Dollar Tree or some restaurant, he's asking for people, you know, it doesn't matter what your vaccination status is. He wants people to get back to wearing their mask indoors. So, you know, they're trying to get a jump on this rapid rise. He said the numbers jumped from single digits and were up into the triple digits of numbers of those who were now stricken with COVID. Um, there are some outbreak cases with people who have been vaccinated or, you know, but there's a lot of things there that can figure into those. You know, there are a lot of people who mix and match when they shouldn't have. There are people who there's a lot of stuff there that, that we got to figure out as to why um, my opinion is on this matter is, is that I felt that, you know, if you were getting vaccinated, I felt like they should have made it mandatory for you to get tested for two weeks. And then that way it would clear you from popping up with COVID after getting your vaccination, because, you know, you could have had that COVID in your system. So let's see what happens here. Um, There's a lot of things that are playing into this, but the problem is is now is the numbers are rising everywhere. It's not just here in America. It's, it's worldwide. And I just hope we're not headed to, Another shutdown. That's where I'm at right now. Um, also in the news boost, Brockton woman investor last dollars in the hair care business, and it takes off. Josiana Andre was in a car accident, was sitting at home, and she had to think about what she was going to do with the last of her money that was coming through, and she invested into this hair care called Crown My Curls is the name. She tested it out, and you know she got feedback on it, and... Now it's taken off. It's a big success. She's only 22 years old, as you can see her right there, Josiana Andrade, and the name of her brand is Crown My Curls Hair Care Products, all organic, super, you know, it's, it's supposed to be super easy to use, and um, I might, might try to get her on the show to talk about the product. I wouldn't mind having her as a sponsor, because I do have a lot of women who listen to the show. So I would love to have her come on the show and talk about her product and maybe be a sponsor. Uh, Massachusetts to allow buses to drive on the highway shoulder in the breakdown lane. Now, anybody who's been involved with transportation anywhere in in the country, um, whoever thought of this idea (laughs) wasn't from transportation at all, there are a lot of things that they didn't figure in. The breakdown lane is really for what it's supposed to be. Breakdown lane for cars. It's also supposed to be used by cars in congested traffic, not not by buses. I, I feel if you wanted to get rid of the congestion, then change the rules and allow trucks and buses to be in the high-speed lane and keep the opposite lanes to the right for cars and then allow cars to use the breakdown lane because when you put buses into that breakdown lane some of the areas of 93 and 95 it's a rumble strip so now you've got a busload of people 
on the breakdown lane driving down a rumble strip for miles. And that does a lot to the people on the bus, and it, it does a lot to wear and tear on the bus as far as the tires and everything go. So hold on. Hey, guys, I got to take a quick break. My guest is coming in here. I'm going to let her in. I'm going to get you guys a trailer on right now. This is Notorious Nick. Nick Newell is going to be on the show. Here it is here. Notorious Nick. Here's the trailer. And I'm going to be back with my guest, Crystal Tyson. Come on. Come on. Move it like you mean it. Wrestle, Nick. Nick, let me show you. You only need your right hand to pull this off. Yep. Not bad. So this is mixed martial arts? We're not MMA fighters, but we're wrestlers. The best foundation to start with. He's pinned. He's pinned. Hey, you here for the tryout? I can't fight this guy. (laughs) Nice going. I watch you train every day. I won't keep up. Get ready. You can go pro. This kid's the real deal. Every fighter he's taken on has been legit. And he has not lost. I can't stop. You're a sideshow. You're giving real fighters a bad name. Sideshow's about to beat your The XFC is denying your right to fight. I want to be heard. Nick's a contender for the title. This is his shot. He's proven that he can handle it. No, let me, no, let me. Nick has the right to have the career he wants to pursue. If you love something, you have to work twice as hard as everyone else. Nick Newell begins Rich Riddles for the lightweight championship belt. I ain't come this far to lose. Remember what we practiced. Stand up for yourself. You can do it, Nick! How many punches am I going to have to take before I get rid of the ground? A few. But you got a thick skull. Mr. Goodall is on the phone? Roger Goodall's on the phone. The commissioner. He didn't say what his job was. Coach Payton has been suspended for a full year. Sean, what are you doing here? Just came to watch my son play football. Played a great game out there. You lost zero to 40. Can't help it if all your teammates are horrible. He was, he was good too. A couple of good guys. We're the worst team in the league. They need some motivation. Are you seriously ordering a pizza right now? Oh, yeah, I want stuffed crust. What kind of question is that? They're only here because you got suspended. Being Sean Payton's son ain't easy. It may be easier on him if you were on that field with us every day. I... Ah, my butthole! You do need help. Coach Payton is going to be our new offensive coordinator. Our defense sucks, too. Then it's just fun, man. Yeah. He doesn't like contact. You know he's playing football? I think it'll be good for you guys to connect. You guys know what Drew Brees does? When everybody else has gone home, Drew stays on the field. See what he could have done better. That's how you become great. I believe that we will win. Uh, The Warriors did lose, just to be totally clear. People always ask me about you. I don't know you. I'm here. I'm here now. 
You in football country now. Gentlemen, I've been perfecting my recipe for the ultimate energy bar. Super log. Super log. Ain't gonna score, boys. Season's over for you. That's what you think. Sword of the Chair. I'm gonna y'all have a log. Right, we're back in the booth broadcasting live from the city of Chambers. Let me just get a sound check from Crystal Tyson, who's here. Let me hear you. Hello. Uh, How are you? Like a, nice, nice, nice. Crystal Tyson is here with us now. Um, you guys saw the trailer for Notorious Nick, Nick Newell, my man, the one-armed fighter. He's coming on here in about two or three weeks uh, in 2022. He'll be like one of the first guests. You all saw the trailer for Home Team, which is the story... <laughs> of Sean Payton of the of the Saints when he got suspended for Bounty Gate he went and coached his son's football team and and they got Kevin James playing Sean Payton in this movie which is kind of funny cuz he looks nothing like him at all I I but whatever if it works for Netflix whatever we can we can do that I don't I guess I guess we can do Well they that. wanted a well-known name probably Yeah I think that's what it is and maybe he was coming up on his contract he, he probably had to get one movie done for Netflix before 2021 or something, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Some crazy stuff like that. So I've got Crystal Tyson on with me. I was talking about the mass buses being allowed to drive on the highway shoulders. Um, before I get into my next news story, we had a breaking news story um, that I really want to talk to Crystal about because Crystal's single and, you know, she goes out and she, you know, if you follow her on social media, you know, she talks about her dating stuff that goes on. And we have this story that's actually hitting home. It's close to me. Um, there's a young boy who's almost like, like a son to me, um, Lamar Pringle. Um, Lamar Pringle's cousin went missing, and everybody was sharing all of the media and stuff of trying to find her. She had been missing since the 18th. And um, the last thing I had heard was they updated the missing and added this gentleman, I guess, that she had went out with or who she was last seen with. And unfortunately, just hours later, they found out that she, the family just announced and had a news press story that she was found dead. So my feeling is, is that once they put the picture out of the person that she was last seen with, I wonder if he went for questioning and maybe he was grilled by the police or whoever and he might have told them where he was. I haven't gotten anything else right now because I've been on the air. But if this is the case, you know, Crystal, you're a single woman. You post all these things sometimes about going out on dates and having guys hit you up out the blue, guys in your inbox. And as a woman, I feel Mm -hmm. like women should have that one girlfriend where you share your location with through your phones and be like, hey, I'm going out with this dude tonight here. But I'm going to let you speak on it because you talk a lot. And this is I know this is one of these things that you probably say to yourself, Jesus Christ. You know, that you well, got to take those Well, you know what's really interesting to me about this when I hear stuff like this? It all goes back to when we were kids and your parents said stranger danger. Remember stranger danger? Remember that whole mm-hmm. thing? Right? So when you're meeting someone online or, or any kind of stranger, they're a stranger. So you have to treat them appropriately. Don't tell them where you live. Meet them in a public place. Let other people know where you're going, right? Like, 
make yourself known. Like I was trying to come out at a bar, I was trying to tell the bar to come out on a blind date tonight, or, you know, it's like our first date or whatever. So that it gives people the heads up that if something happens, mm, she was here with some guy and blah, blah, blah. Don't go home with them on the first date. Like just don't invite them back to your place on the first date. Like do a little distancing. I, I see a lot now, um, with women, listen, I'm gonna say, make a very frank statement. I'm not saying that I'm not looking for sex because I am, right? However, I don't wanna have sex with a stranger because I don't know you. I don't know anything about you, right? I don't know who your friends are. I don't know where you work. You could tell me anything on a date. So you shouldn't be hooking up with people on the first date alone somewhere. That should just be a number one. Cause you just, you don't know. You don't know who the crazy is. And the crazy can be anybody because the crazy always looks normal. And it's scary. So, it's scary because yeah. a lot of a lot of guys can honestly do their homework on somebody before they because the way social media is, a lot of these guys can do their homework. They can follow somebody and learn things about them that they can just say. A guy can Absolutely. look at a female's website or Facebook page or Instagram and just follow them for three, four months. Then they say, Okay, I'm I'm ready to go get this girl. And then they say everything that they know about you. And you completely forget that this guy may have looked at my social media for the last three or four months. Absolutely. Well, that's why it goes back to stranger danger. They're still a stranger. doesn't matter how familiar it feels. They're still a stranger. So you can't be so familiar with a stranger. That's the whole thing. And my other thing, too, is I'll tell you something. When guys, um, so I'll go on a date and then they'll be like, well, do you want to come back to my, I'm a stranger. You don't know if I'm the crazy. (laughs) I mean, I have duct tape and zip ties in my car. Come on, stop this. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't know. So everybody has to be a little bit cautious. And I know it's hot. Like sometimes you meet people and you have like great chemistry or whatever. You're drinking. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? You still have to remember stranger, stranger danger. So that's why it makes me sad to hear this with this girl. Cause I'm sure she went with the best intentions. I'm sure this guy probably said everything she wanted to hear. I'm sure he probably wanted to get a blow job. You know how you guys are. And um, next thing you know, you know what I mean? And it's like the third one this year, to be honest. It's like the third yeah. woman this year that this has happened to. And, you know, you, you hear all these women again say, wow, why didn't she just have that friend? Why didn't she have somebody just to tell yeah. them? Why hey, I'm going know where this you were going? Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. And, and you know, the other thing, too, is I find um, people like can be super secretive about their lives, right? I don't typically tell a lot of people. I'll tell you after the fact. Like on my social media, I'll tell you after if he was a bozo or whatever. Right. But, um, Going out, I will tell one of my girlfriends where I'm going. I'll say I'm going out with so-and-so or I'm going to do such and such. Just so someone has an idea, you know. You'll see see with people a lot. They'll say things like, "Um, I think she was, or last time I spoke to her, it's like none of you spoke to her recently or spoke to him because it happens to guys too. Like none of you spoke to him recently. Right. Right. It's 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 scary. It's scary because Quincy just uh, released a breaking story. Quincy just apprehended the man who had been assaulting women in parking lots in Quincy. Um, so they just they just caught this guy. Is this the guy who was saying that you have oil leaking under your car? Is that the guy? I believe, yeah. I believe that's yeah, the yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, 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 and that's scary because, you know, women don't want anything to happen to their cars. So, you know, when a guy uses that line, you think, oh my God, he's looking out for my, for my, you know, and you, you can't, you gotta be safe. And, you know, one of the scariest stories I did hear this year, there was a girl mm-hmm. who was out on a date. I forget which state it was, 
but she got really bad vibes during the date from some guy. And mm-hmm. she said, let me go to the bar and get a drink. And then when she went to the bar to get the drink, she slipped the bartender. I guess there's a message that women are supposed to give the bartender if you feel yeah. unsafe on the date. And she mm-hmm. gave that 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 message on a piece of paper to the bartender, and the bartender called the cops. And sure enough that this guy had a whole record and slew of all these crazy things with women. Um, and I forget, I wish, I, I wish I could remember because it's, it's something that women, when you're out on a date, you're so, and if you feel unsafe, you're supposed to write it on the paper and get it to the bartender or your server. And then that server or bartender is supposed to know bang and call the police. So, uh, well, you know, the other thing I tell girlfriends, cause I get, cause we're, we're all online dating, right? We're all online dating, um, is look at their social media, right? But listen, there's a few cute things on a person's social media, right? Number one, like their Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram should all match, right? And if I find if they don't have all of them, and if it's not for a long time, if it hasn't been since 2011, mm, all bad signs. If they don't have, they have less than like a thousand friends, bad signs. Like these are all bad signs about people, right? A few likes, if they only have a couple of likes on their pages with stuff, it's all, it's all bad. So it's like, you gotta, you have to do your due diligence on a person too. Because people right. love to fake identities. I've seen a bunch of that, like, but then when yeah. you go back and look at the fake social media, like they'll have like 20 friends or 300 friends, right? Or like no likes on Instagram. The other key thing that I tell women too is like, look at their Instagram and if it's photo after photo after them, you're dealing with a narcissist, like a mega narcissist, run. Like that's your first indicator. So this just, you know, it's a live and learn. You start learning about people. If they have photos, like another thing that's scary too is like, let's just say it's Bumble. We'll use Bumble as an example or Match.com. You know, they, you have to put up six photos, right? And if they don't have any photos with friends, that's a bad sign too. Ooh. Like if it's all individual photos of them, <clears throat> watch out, right. watch out. Right. And it's funny because I, I share photos of me with everybody to the point where I get you know, I, I manage an artist, Viana Marie, and, um, you know, for a while there, when we were busy before COVID, you know, I would post pictures of her on my page, and then I was getting all these random dudes in my inbox, and I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, you guys aren't even looking at my page and seeing the name Keith Hayes. You're just seeing this picture of this this attractive girl, and you guys are right in my inbox, and I'm getting good morning, beautiful, hello, queen, and all this crazy stuff, and I'm like, bro you know and i'm like please don't send me a d pic because i'm gonna send one back just to be oh. an asshole <laughs> well, you, gotta, you gotta send a dick jerk on video those are the best those are the oh ones. that's horrible that's like what really <laughs> get a lot of those right on the back of mirror yeah those are those are always a winner oh man and then i had i actually had pictures of me i had pictures of me and my son one time on my facebook page and i had some women in my in my inbox about that i'm like well that's me and my son you're you're looking at my son um but i'll pass the information along them because my son looks like patrick mahomes if you they, they, he's like a doppelganger so yeah. i'll post pictures of him and then my other son is he's the same thing he's, he's real attractive so <laughs> great stuff um emma james emma james says in the chat D in the box. Oh, she must have saw the music video before I went live. The D in the box video did play from SNL Classic, and that was from Ron. How's it going, Ron Drago? I'm going through Polaris Slingshot withdrawals. Me and Ron both own Slingshots. If you guys have seen us around Massachusetts, we're kind of like superheroes driving around in our Slingshots. We're like White Lightning and Black Thunder. 
I love that. I love that. <laughs> you know, we, we we're driving around and we had a good we had a good spring, good summer, mm-hmm. and um I'm looking forward to me and Ron going back out next spring and do some more Polaris slingshot riding. It's it's a great experience. Um I don't miss my motorcycle. I love this motorcycle more, you know. Oh my really? god, Tim. Yeah, yeah. You know, because people don't pay attention to guys on motorcycles. I've had too many friends that went down getting hit and nobody pays attention to motorcycles. This type of motorcycle, you know, you get you get hit and you know you're at least you can survive and talk about it. Tim says wear your mask. Um, I don't have to wear a mask. I'm online right now. Tim's coming I'm in on, here. And, I'm on Tim, Tim, we're all, we're all by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well he's upset. Tim wears his mask by himself. That's what he does. Uh, <laughs> he's he's upset. So let's get back into the news booth here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. As Omicron rages, Michelle Wu just announced to the city of Boston that vaccine policies are now in place to ensure everybody is safe and protected. Um, this is in. January. January, you'll need proof of vaccination to go to concerts, restaurants, and things of that sort. I've already been vaccinated because of where I work. And my dad, who's a diabetic, my dad um, had a health issue with diabetes prior to COVID, and I almost lost my dad. So when COVID hit, my dad was like, look, if you're coming out here to visit me, um, you need to be vaccinated, this and that, because of his diabetes and how bad it was. Um, Absolutely. I didn't see my dad for a year and a half because of COVID and diabetes. And you know what? When I could get vaccinated, I got vaccinated because I wanted to see my dad. I miss my dad. I wanted to go see my dad. And you know what? Some people said you're a sheep and this and that. No, no. I love my dad and I want to respect my dad's wishes, period. And for anybody to say that I'm a sheep because I love my dad and I want to keep my dad safe because my regular job, I work at Logan Airport. I, I see- you, deal, you are front-facing with the film. Front-facing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it would. It, I, how would I live with knowing that I got my dad sick and right. he died of? You know, so anybody who does that, it's it's. I care about my dad, you know, and and if I'm going to visit my dad, uh, I'm going to make the sure. The thing that sick. I find interesting, and I just say what my little interesting thoughts are on all of this is, vaccines are not 100 percent effective, right? They're not, but right, your body exactly. has no natural immunity to this, so it's trying to give you some help to fight it. That's what a vaccine is for. And you've been vaccinated against everything else. What's the problem? And if you say to me, Alex, no, it's a very simple RNA uh, vaccine. Also, we're living in modern times. Your phone can track you anywhere you are. They can do brain surgery now while you are awake. Right. Mm -hmm. Stop your nonsense and your bullshit. You're living in the greatest era of the world. Right. Guess what we have? Technology to fucking help you. Stop it. Yeah, it's like, it's insanity. I, I don't even, I don't even get it. Also, just one other little thing. You don't want somebody like taking a shift and then cooking your food in a restaurant, right? It's the same sort of thing, right? You need some defense. You don't want the filth. Well, guess what? When you're sick and dirty, you're filthy. Do you want that? Right. Stop it. Stop your bullshit. Yep. So, so a lot little... of people, yeah, a lot yeah. of people are upset about it, but whatever. You know, I just went to see Dave Chappelle in Connecticut. And oh, you know what, how Dave... was it? It was great. It was a good time. And um, uh-huh. he had us He had us get tested. He had everybody that walked through the doors. You had to get tested. You had to show up <laughs> an hour and a half, two hours before the show. And I was like, well, I was already vaccinated. But they're like, nope, you got to get tested. So we got tested. We were yeah, negative. Dave, and we were able yeah, to see Dave Chappelle. Again. Yeah, right. we, well, we were able to see Dave too. Chappelle. Don't forget he had COVID. So that's right. Like, and that's why. 
Right. Yep. And that's why we had this, you know, he had these things in place. And, you know, a lot of the reasons why is because um, the liability, a lot of restaurants, a lot of businesses, they don't want that liability. If somebody turns around and wants to sue them for contracting COVID in their place of business, Tim Urkab said, shitting on your face. Okay. Whatever, Tim. I love, I love the childishness of, of Tim. Tim's back on the scene. Uh, Um, have a lot going on. <laughs> um, let's see here. Next news story. Perfectly preserved dinosaur egg highlights linked to modern birds. They found a preserved dinosaur egg. Guys, we've seen this movie already. Can we just stop it, scientists? It's called Jurassic Park. <laughs> we don't we don't need dinosaurs right now. Stop doing that. <laughs> um, here's where we can get into this discussion of hypocritical people in vaccinations. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me dirty, too. What? What's the hypocritical what? The the first one is, the first one is the FDA is going to permanently allow abortion pills to be shipped out by mail. Guess where these are all going? These are all going to Texas where they banned abortion. Texas will be the place where they ship them the most because they banned it. Um, Smashed her in the face. Are you talking violence to women, Tim? Okay, whatever. Wait, You're on wait, Facebook. He's, he's talking, is he talking violence to me? I don't know. He, he says she looks like she ate an ass load of jelly donuts. Oh, all right. In the, oh, wow. Damn. Wow. Really, well, Tim? You know what? I probably did eat an ass load of jelly donuts, my love. Probably did. I'm a gym owner. I'm also six feet tall. I'll put you in a headlock like a little girl. Make you cry. Ron Drago so, says... Ron Drago just told me to block this fool. Now, Tim's been on my page. People have seen Tim talking a lot of stuff. He's a big Trump guy. Look, I don't block. Yeah, I I don't. I don't block the idiots. I like people to see who he is and who they are and what they. I don't think. I don't actually don't think you should block them. I think it's. I think it's welcome. I don't. I don't block them. I feel like that they should, if they want to expose themselves and lose their business when people find out who they are, then that's on them. Um, here's where here's the hypocritical question and this is the one i'm ready to hit you with i've been dying to hit you with this one the fda approves and here's how the press is funny here's how the press Mm -hmm. is real funny how they put a spin on words fda approves the first injectable hiv prevention drug now this drug is in testing period with transgenders and cisgenders and what it is is you get this injection every two months and it protects you from getting HIV. A prevention drug is pretty much a vaccination. So people, it looks like they're on their way to possibly having an HIV first step. That question is, I'm going to say to you, your thoughts, because some people think with their private parts before they think with their healthy stuff. And what are people going to do with HLC? Tim's already saying, oh, HIV is back. No, this is the hypocrisy. I'm going to let Crystal explain because she's been dying. Well, HIV actually hasn't gone anywhere, but they've got it controlled so that, you know, a lot of people are not getting as infected as they were in the 80s, right? 70, late 70s, early 80s. Um, I mean, look at Magic Johnson, like they can't even detect in his blood anymore, right? So because of technology and the era that we live in, we've made a lot of advancements with HIV, right? Um, but I look at it like this. A lot of people want to have unprotected sex. They do. That's just, this is the bottom line. It's human nature, right? Um, If you are transgender, gay, whatever, and you're having, you know, like it's very communicable through 
um, anal sex, right? Because you're tearing the anal lining, right? And it's bloodborne. Anyway, the whole thing is if there is a vax for it, I think it's great. Let's let's try to help as many people as possible because condoms do rip. People do get in the moment. They don't use protection. I mean, we've seen that over and over again. So if we can help them, let's help them. Besides, if you've ever seen anybody die of AIDS, like they get carpi sacoma, which is a skin cancer, it's horrible. Like it's like real AIDS is a horrible, horrible death. So <clears throat> let's try to help everybody. Even you, Tim, even you, Tim. <laughs> and what are your thoughts about the hypocrisy? Because I'm pretty sure people will line up if they say, hey, we've got an HIV vaccination. Look, at, I bet you, oh, I can go raw dog now. <laughs> okay, but think about how many people are going raw dog right now, right, without it. Think about how many, right? I mean, I think it's because it's a burden on our healthcare system if they are sick, right? Because your tax dollars ultimately will pay for their healthcare if they don't have health insurance, right? So if we can help prevent all of that, then let's do it. It's the same thing now that companies are doing, um, like if you're not vaccinated, like we're not paying for your health insurance now. Like it's the same thing. It's too much of a burden. So let's try to lessen the burden. Let's get you a vax. Same thing. I don't want my tax. See, I don't want my tax dollars spent on unnecessary stuff that could be preventable. If we have a vaccine for it, then I'd rather like better airports, bigger highways. You know what I'm saying? Like real parking lots, things that are going to help me. Better health insurance for me. Like teachers getting paid more. These kids getting educated better. I would rather my tax dollars better military, better police forces, right? Police forces that are trained better, better firefighters that are, you know, like all the things that better politicians, because all of these are all the things that your tax dollars pay for. I would rather that. I think a lot of people don't understand what your tax dollars are doing for you, right? So wouldn't you rather be spent in a positive way that's going to benefit you rather than bullshit because Dan or Tim won't get vaccinated? And he's in the ER, right, eating up your funds. Exactly, exactly. Right, right. Uh, moving on in the news booth, NASA, Parker Solar Probe becomes the first spacecraft to touch the sun. I got to give big props to Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. And the reason why I have to do this is because I'm giving him props because he put money into NASA for NASA to be able to do all this stuff that they weren't allowed to do. Um, the Solar Probe becomes the first spacecraft to touch the sun. As you guys know, this object definitely wasn't made of metal. Uh, it had to be some type of ceramic or something to be able to withstand the heat of the sun. But it's, you know me, I'm a big geek. I love science fiction. I love space stuff. And the fact that, you know, we were able to go and get samples from the sun. Now I can't wait till they come back and go and and see what they acquire from that. Um, also in the news, booth, great, senators. Can I just tell you something that's really funny and saying all that? Wouldn't it be great if like it came back and the readers were like, it's hot. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> damn hot <laughs> you know so um so this one here kind of breaks my heart senator cory booker and elizabeth warren have tested positive for covid uh no, don't, don't be sad about that you want to know why they're vaccinated they're not as sick that's what the vaccinations are for so that you can not have to go to the er and spend our tax dollars like it's fine they both well, have my this is good mine's is Mine's is a different reason because, see, if Cory Booker is down and out, I want to be the guy that steps up and be is to take care of Rosario Dawson, his girlfriend, while he's down and out. Because <laughs> maybe do some Marvel Star Wars cosplay, Rosario. I, 
I absolutely get it. I get it. <laughs> She's, oh, Corey Booker. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Absolutely. <laughs> Lucky man. Heading into the legal booth, people. Uh, it's now coming out as we do these January 6th uh, investigations and court proceedings that Donald Trump lied. He did not order 10,000 troops to secure the chick capital on January 6th, which is coming up fast. The one year anniversary that's coming up. Um, he lied. He didn't order any troops to secure the capital on January 6th. So a lot of these things are coming out as this progresses. Um, some more people have been sentenced to long-term jail. And I'll be talking about that with my guys on the first of the year. Um, these guys will be back on January 4th, two days before. So I can't wait to get them on the show. Also, two weeks ago, I had Rick Pease from Kentucky on the show. And I mm-hmm. asked him about the can- the candle factory that didn't allow the people to leave when the tornado hit. And ca- yeah. and, and and he said to me on this show from yeah. Kentucky, he says, I believe it. He goes, they've got tons of lawsuits for this happening all the time when tornadoes come and they don't allow employees to leave. They threaten them with firing them. Well, these survivors of this tornado who worked at this candle factory who were threatened that they would be fired if they left when the tornadoes came through have now filed a class action lawsuit Um for flagrant indifference for making them stay during the tornado. Wait, and, so tell me something, tell me something. I hadn't heard this part. So why why does the company, why did they want them to stay? Because they had work to get done. But there was a tornado coming, and they know what tornadoes are like, but the company didn't care? They didn't care. They told the people, huh. if you leave your station and leave, leave work, you're fired. Well, then they deserve it. They deserve a lawsuit because you're stupid. Like, why would you take that? As a company, why would you take that risk? And your insurance isn't going to cover you because if you uh, put people's lives in jeopardy on purpose, because that's what insurance companies and the law will state that, like you put their lives in jeopardy on purpose. It's not like you didn't know what tornadoes were like. You know what I'm saying? You guys have seen tornadoes before. Yeah. Yeah. There's a liability there, so you can pay for it. Yeah. And Rick says a lot of. Rick, who was on with us from Kentucky. Yeah. So sorry. What I think is really interesting is. The fact that it's a small company, right? Isn't it like less than 100 employees? No, I think it was pretty company? big. From what I thought, it was it was a pretty big company. Is it, I thought it was less than 100. No? Okay. It, it okay. might be. It might be. I know. All I know is that Rick had said to us that this is a common practice in Kentucky in tornadoes. He said this is this is nothing new. He says a lot of companies do this stuff. They pull this stuff. Wow. Well, after they survive a couple of lawsuits, or I should say don't survive a couple of lawsuits, because the lawsuits will break them, right? Then they'll get it. How about we just let you go home for the day, Tim? Hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, Tim and Ron are going at it, it looks like, in the thing. Uh, Tim says, replying to Ron Drago, LOL, love you. Okay. Well, uh, Tim, I'm just going to let you know something. You may want to click on some of the pictures of Ron Drago. And Ron Drago was on my show about three weeks ago. To talk about the sudden death of Mr. Olympia, Sean Roden, Ron Drago Mm -hmm. is the owner of MetFit Gym in Norwell, and uh, Ron Drago has some pictures on my Facebook page that I'm pretty sure, Tim, he's not the guy you want to mess around with because his weightlifting career was inspired by Arnold Schwarzenegger after seeing Terminator, and that's all I need to say about his physique. Well, Tim is one of those guys. I mean, he's like a lot of trolls, right? Like he sits behind a keyboard. Like, this is me. come fight me in person, right? Come fight me in person, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Emma, 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 like Emma James. 
Yeah. Emma James and Ron Drago were in the chat. She's his girlfriend. They said Natick. I'm sorry. Yes, Natick is where his gym is located. Metfit oh. is located there. And um, yep, that's my man, White Lightning. I'm Black Thunder. <laughs> that's gonna be when we go out on our slingshots. That's gonna be the new thing now. White Lightning, Black Thunder. Black Thunder. I like it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, he just Ron Drago just put up four arms strong. Tim says not impressed. We don't, you know what? Because I'm a ninja with knowledge, and you're not impressed, yeah. Tim. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the problem. Um, yeah. Entertainment booth. Another reason why I've got you on this show. Yeah. Wow! All of a sudden, Britney's close friends and some of her family are now frightened that her fiance Sam Agashri has replaced her dad, and he's now the boss. Now, here's why this has happened. Because Sam and her went to an event last week, and they were on the red carpet, and Sam just stole the entire show like like he's some superstar, like everybody should know who he is. He's talking to TMZ about their wedding and stuff. And some of these people are feeding into this, and they're like, this, this, this. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all, me and Crystal talked about this weeks, months ago. You said it about Sam. You said this guy's here for what he can get out of her and make himself famous, and this is what he's doing right now. People said, oh, he bought her an island. He didn't buy her an island. She bought an island. He bought the island with her money. So now all our friends and family are worried because he's the boss. Well, guess what? If he gets married, just like you said, Crystal, what did you say about this? Y'all worried about a, a, a prenup. It's what he's going to get out of her while they're married, correct? Yep. So the thing that people don't understand about people like Sam is he's going to use her up, right? He's going to spend spending. She's going to allow him to do it, sadly, because she's in la, la, love. And you can tell in their body language. She's always looking at him. He's never looking at her, right? She's always turned into him. He's never turned into her. So, yeah, watch their body language. If you look at their photos and stuff, especially when they're out in public, he's straight ahead. She's always... She's going to let him spend it. He's going to spend it. He's going to buy everything. And listen, he's going to buy everything. And then when there's like nothing left, he's going to be like, and we're done. And that's going to be the story of Britney Spears. I, the thing that I'm, I'm sad about is, is because A, I feel like her dad did her a disservice. Like no one ever taught her how to use, spend money, right? Like they were trying to control her. And I get maybe she was had postpartum and maybe she's a little wild and crazy. Maybe she's made bad decisions. Who has it in their 20s and 30s, right? But now she's approaching 40. She's been controlled like a child. I feel like she might be stifled emotionally. And then you have this guy who's paying her all this attention. He's good looking. He probably fucks the hell out of her, right? So it's like, it's a whirlwind of disaster. And that's what it's going to be. He's going to use her up and then he's going to dump her. Um, he's going to put Jackson with the, um, what's the call guy? You know, the uh, guy she had the baby with? You know, she stayed with him the two kids. The 50 million. Yeah. And then she stayed with him exactly five years, got a 50 million and left. It's going to be the same sort of thing. It's crazy. It's a scary situation. Um, Someone said that she, this guy actually left his girlfriend to be with her. So yeah. this is another mm-hmm. guy. And like I said, I watched the Netflix special about her and it really opened my eyes about, you know, the type of person that Brittany was. And when I found out that she was clinically diagnosed with pre- pre-early dementia, I was like, wow, she has lost sense of reality. You know, it's 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 scary stuff. Uh, Tim Urkap says, you need a better shirt, dude. Um, it's a Santa shirt. It's a Christmas theme to the show. And I think my shirt 
looks fine. I'm rocking the Santa Claus shirt. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it, Tim. I mean, Tim, I know you're in the t-shirt business. You were putting t-shirts out uh, way back for Sucker Punch Athletics, and I'm giving props. He had some of the best shirts um, out there. I'll give him props on that one. Um, you know, I can't, I can't take that away. He had some of the baddest shirts in MMA. Um, but whatever, you know, Tim. <laughs> Shirts for the show. You can absolutely provide shirts for the show. So there you go. Right. Um, 840. What I want to say about Britney Spears too is this is why it's really important that you have like really good friends. I also feel like she's been deprived of like really good friends. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. your friends, there's one thing I always do. Like if I'm dating someone seriously, I always ask, like Nina's my business partner, right? And I'll ask Nina, what do you think? And I always know if Nina gives them a thumbs down, right? There's, she's seen something that I'm not seeing. And I know that right. they got to go. And I base a lot of my decisions on what my friends say, because I might be smitten. They might have a big dick. I mean, their cardio might be up. It might be a whole series of things that don't allow me to see the truth, right? So it's the same thing with Brittany. This guy's good looking. He's a dancer, right? So I'm sure his cardio's up, right? He tells her everything mm-hmm. she wants to hear. Like, he probably caters to her ego. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, He's doing all of the things, but other people who are not in a relationship with him can see it. So that's why you need really good friends. Friends are key. Friends are important. And not your parents, your friends. Because you don't really right. listen to why you don't listen to your parents, but your friends. Mm. Yeah, it's scary. Like, like I said, well, 2022 is going to be real interesting as they move into this. The wedding's coming up soon. Um, she's already got the, the designer for her dress. And, you know, it's going to be it's going to be real scary. Emma James says, I would have to agree. I feel Brittany has been a moneymaker for her parents and her daughter last. So how could she meet good people? Um, Tim, I'm not even going to say what Tim said because I'm trying to finish up what she wrote. She said, how could she meet good people if she's been nothing but a money symbol? Yeah, true. Yeah, true. True. Exactly. So it's it's crazy stuff. Uh, Getting into the sports booth. We're at 842. Patriots yeah. versus Colts. New England's oh. comeback falls short, lose 27-17. I actually picked the Patriots to lose this game because I, myself, I have Mr. Taylor, the running back, on my fantasy league, and he's been murdering defenses and teams all season long. When this man gets 100 yards, they're 11-0. and um, mm-hmm. my feeling was, was that if the Patriots can't stop him and clog the middle, they're going to lose this game. And in a great example of this is the two guys I said have to stop that run. Christian Barmore oh, and yeah. Chuck really? on that play where he broke it for 68 yard touchdown. Guess what he does? He kicked to the outside while Christian Barmore and Godchuck stuffed the middle. And guess what he does? Mm-hmm. He hits the six gap. And that puts him up against McCordy, who doesn't have a chance in hell as a yeah. safety to yeah. stop a guy like that. And Hightower, who overextends and misses the tackle because he's out of place. And then it's off to the races. J.C. Jackson isn't going to catch him. So that's a touchdown. Um, that game was an abortion. That game was an abortion. It was. It was terrible. Yeah, I just so wonder, played- too, what the um, that flight home, I just wonder what that flight home was like. Was anybody even talking on the flight? Was anybody like, we should probably figure out what we did wrong? Or was everyone silent? Because it was an abortion. It was. And here's the thing, though. Here's, and I talked about this with, with my boss. And I said for me, it's a good loss. You know why? Because they've got three games left to the system, to the mm-hmm. season. This yeah. is a great bounce back game. Would you rather them lose now 
and then have Belichick say, okay, now we need to regroup because the more important game is the Bills right now. So we can take this AFC East title. This is a great bounce back game that everybody can learn from because would you rather lose now and make it to the playoffs or would you rather win these next few games and then get knocked out in the first round? Because I felt like Mac Jones was kind of getting a big head with all these wins. He went out, he trademark, he went out and trademark MJ 12. And it's like, dude, you're not a Tom Brady yet. You're not a Michael Jordan yet. You're still a rookie. You could end up being a one hit wonder. There's no reason for you to go out and trade. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, um, he was doing a little too much too soon. I think this loss is a great bounce back win for them. I think they're coming into Foxborough back home in front of a home crowd to beat a guy, Sean McDermott. I can't stand this coach. He's got a big mouth. I think they bounce back. I think they bounce back this weekend against Buffalo. And then I think they'll win out against Jacksonville and Miami to close out the season because we always split. With- I don't know. I, I got to tell you, I'm not super sure on the bills yet. We'll see how this plays out, but I'm not super sure on the bills yet. Yep. So, and also, Bucks take on the Saints and get spanked nine to zero. Tom Brady was that, loses was his that mind. not embarrassing? I have Bucks. You know, I have season tickets, and thank God. I know. I, I hate you for that. I would. <laughs> Every time I talk to you and I see you, you are on Instagram with I think your business partner, partner, and you guys were at the Bucks game, uh-huh. and I'm like, look, I'm like, look at this. I'm like, look at this person from New England going down. And doing the and it is such a good time in Tampa. It's such a good time. In Tampa. We have such a great time. I will say it's oh. like the time of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, but my, my dream is. About, tell me. Well, my my dream is to, to see a game from any, every stadium before I die. That's that's on my bucket list. I've done five stadiums already, but I would like to see all of the NFL, a game from all the NFL stadiums before I die. That's That would be my my thing. Well, you have to go out in the Tampa because it is such a good time. It really is. And in like the same, it's fun. You know, like they have a pirate ship and they're like constantly like shooting, like whatever they score, like they shoot and then they throw on um, beads out. And it is so fun. And everybody's waving the flags. And then they're like, every time they um, score a touchdown, everyone's like, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's in there. He's asking. He says, who does your hair? He's asking who does your hair. I don't know. What? Tim, do you want to do my hair, Jim? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think, I'm just going to tell you, I think secretly Tim has a crush on me because he keeps making all these comments. I look like I ate a bunch of donuts, my hair. Like I think secretly he wants me to rub my stuff on his face. It's all right, Tim. We get it. We understand the whole <laughs> psychology behind it. It's not our first he- rodeo video. He chuckled and said, yes, I'm pretty sure if Tim met you outside, he would be yeah. right there to buy you a drink. <laughs> so <laughs> Ron Drago says he definitely wants to do your hair. Is there something about Tim that we don't know about? Um, yeah. Also in the sports booth, Jake Paul, before this weekend's fight, he did an interview, said mm-hmm. he's suffering from memory loss and slurred speech since Locks, um, launching his boxing career two years ago. As you guys know, wow. Jake Paul beat Tyrone Woodley in their rematch this weekend. Knocked him out. Knocked him out. I actually got the video for that uh, that I'm going to show you guys in a second. But um, Wait, does he think he has Parkinson's? Is that what he's saying? Like, what is he saying? Yeah, he's saying that he, he's suffering. Yeah, yeah, he's thinking he has some issues going on. He's, you know, but he's still going to box because when he won the fight on Saturday night, and I'm going to show you guys a clip of him knocking out Tyrone Woodley, 
Um, the first thing he did was he called out a few names of people that he wanted to. John Hayes said, definitely fixed. Tyrone Woodley did drop that left hand, took a right hand, but the announcers were quick to say that Jake Paul feigned it. Um, so what I'm going to do here, I'm going to take a quick quick two-minute clip and show you guys this, and then we're going to be back here, and we'll be ready to close out the show with the last few talkers. Here's Jake Paul knocking out Tyrone Woodley this past weekend at the fights. Here we go. He's done it from time to time. Just every bit of... Oh, wow! Oh, that's right. Wow! It has been for him. Oh, and you know what he did? Mm. He looked to the body like he was going to throw something there, and it. then he came with the overhand right. So he looked down as if he was going to throw a jab or a right hand to the body. See him look down, and he, and he fainted with the jab, and he came with the right hand. So there was nuance to what he did. It wasn't uh, just a wild right hand. And boy, oh boy, that just flattened uh, Tyron Woodley. And Jake Paul gets his Christmas wish. He didn't get a knockout in the fifth, but he did get a very uh, early He wanted in the a knockout. He, he got, got it. it. He got it in the sixth round. And the Paul family celebrating. This highlight reel knockout. Say what you will about the problem, child. He delivers here tonight, closes the show in emphatic fashion. It's just guys going back and forth. Hey, we're back here in the booth broadcasting live from the City of Champions. Crystal Tyson's still on with me. We're getting ready to close out the show. About 10 minutes left. I see Tim going back and forth with Emma and Ron in the chat. Um, Tim is out here. He's bringing up Joe Biden's administration. Hey, Tim, I'm about to rip Joe Biden apart anyway, so just stay tuned. Um, but I got to get into some, some more topics here in the... Uh, I think I think I have one more sports topic left. Oh, here. what's the next one? 
Uh, the next sports talk. Is, oh, yep, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Peng Shui, the Chinese tennis player. So if you guys didn't know about Peng Shui, she's the one who was on Insta, on, on social media. She was talking about the mistreatment of female tennis players and this and that. And all of a sudden, she went missing for three weeks, three, four weeks. Well, she said Didn't she it? was sexually assaulted by um. Ben. Yes. 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 Yep. Right. And all of a sudden, she went MIA. She was missing. And then all of a sudden, she popped up in a random bar with her friends like nothing ever happened and all this stuff. And now she does her first interview with a newspaper after all this and popping back up out of nowhere. And she tells the newspaper that she never put on social media or wrote of, of ever being sexually assaulted. Guess what? We talked about this, me and Rick, last week. She's been reprogrammed. Whatever the Chinese government did to her, they've successfully reprogrammed her. And this is why the Olympics is being boycotted by a lot of countries right now. Well, this I think the other crazy. thing that Americans have to understand is they're not a democratic society. That's the, see, America was so, we take our freedoms for granted, right? That you can speak out about anything here. You can't do that in China. I don't know why people don't get that. And the government pays for everything for the people. So it's like, they'll take everything away from you and your family. So you have to go along with the program. That's what they do. But it, for me, it's scary because it's not like she's just a normal person. This this girl was going to be going to the Olympics. This girl is, a. this is like, the equivalent she's a celebrity. of this yeah. player. Yes. Right. And she's been taken by the government for three weeks. And then all of a sudden she's just been reprogrammed. That is some scary stuff right there. That's yeah. Well, we said to her, we're going to take crazy. everything away from your family. We're going to take everything away from you. You'll, you know what I'm saying? We'll put you in one of these mining camps that we have. And yeah. And it makes me sad because here's the other thing too is, did you see that guy who she had to fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Well, he had huge tomato balls and a little teeny tiny penis. It was like, oh, oh, God, it was horrible. So I'm just saying, she's had to live through that horror, and now she's got to be like, it never happened. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Like, she's, you know, and it's like that they, they pointed out that she had said this, and, and she's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I never, I never wrote this. I never mentioned it about being assaulted. That's, that's just horrible. It's horrible, right? Crazy stuff. Um, oh, in the news booth, breaking news, everybody. Meant to tell you guys. Yeah. The NHL. The NHL is pulling out oh. of the Olympics because of all the COVID numbers. Now, COVID. if you guys didn't know this, NHL has now postponed the season till 2022. They've got so many players, coaches, and teams with COVID outbreaks that they've decided to postpone the season for now and re- start in 2022 after the Christmas and New Year's break, but now they've just dropped the bomb and said that the NHL will now not be um, competing in the Olympics. I thought it was going to be because of the story we just talked about, but it's not. It's because oh. of COVID. Yeah. So, yeah, that's big breaking news for the NHL. Um, there's some rumblings about the NFL, but here's the thing with the NFL. I don't see the NFL taking a break. That they've got three weeks left, and then the biggest money maker of the season is coming up: playoffs and Super Bowl. I think the I think the NFL will eke out another. They'll squeak on another season this yeah. year, just in yeah. time before all hell breaks loose. Um, because my feeling is is that we're not going to see the numbers take a drastic climb until after the New Year's, and then it's a two week incubation period. So we're not really going to see anybody raise or rise or numbers go up until like March. 
or late February. By then, the Super Bowl was over and the season for NFL was over. So I think that's that's where we're headed. But yes, if you guys haven't heard, yes, uh, Tim Urkap just said, holy F in the chat. Yep, if you haven't heard, the NHL has pulled out of the Olympics and they've postponed the rest of their season until 2022. Biden bombshells. Um, the White House just pissed everybody off. Look, I believe in choice of vaccination. I believe in making sure people are notified of things. Um, the White House had a press briefing this week over the COVID-19 response team. And I'm just going to show you guys some of the things here that was in the Biden. Biden came out and spoke. This is the transcript of it. Um, as you guys can see, Mr. Zentz introduces Mr. Biden and says, thank you for joining us. Um, a lot of people are upset with these comments right here. Uh, Joe Biden says this. He says, we are intent on not letting the Omicron disrupt our work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing, and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, this came right from Joe Biden. For the unvaccinated, mm-hmm. you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and hospitals that you may soon overwhelm. Now, I feel like whoever wrote this for Biden to say, drop the ball. Because when you write things like this, you fire people up and feel like you're... you're. But it's it's the facts. The hospitals are already getting overwhelmed with the, unvac- the people who are dying of the unvaccinated. I think what people have to understand is, you know what? I think... In this society, people have to understand one simple thing. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This virus can kill you. I know a lot of people are like, well, I survived, blah, blah, blah. Right, but you might not be one of the lucky ones. It can kill you. You've already, we already have almost a million people dead already. Like, come on, people get serious. Although I will, can I just say one other point on this whole yep, go ahead. thing? I actually like the fact that these people are unvaccinated because I also have a day job. I work in corporate America. I like working from home. I like this whole, like, I don't have to go into the office, right? I actually like it. So in my personal opinion, sorry, you're going to die, but I like it. I like being at home, right? I hate, I, the, I hate sitting in traffic, right? Remember the days of sitting in traffic, right? You're in traffic for two hours in Boston. I'd rather be at home in my pajamas. So if you guys aren't going to get vaccinated because you're stupid, you want to overwhelm the hospitals and the healthcare system, he's just giving you the facts. That's what's going to happen. That's what's been happening. Well, Tim said this whole... You tell me why you think people are all fired up because they don't want to hear facts because everybody wants a trophy. Is that what it is? See, I I feel like the White House writers... Whoever writes whatever for Biden, because I know Biden doesn't just come up with this stuff. They have the presidents all have writers who write stuff, and I get it. I feel like what they were writing, they wanted to get it right to the point. But I feel like with the climate this country is in, I don't think that they needed to kind of make this look like this is because the first thing that you're going to say is that we do have some some cases where people have been fully vaccinated and they have the booster and they're still getting sick but like i said there's a lot of stuff that plays into this i think there's people who didn't do the two shots the way that they were supposed to um there was some errors mixed up when people get so there's a lot of things that play into underlying health conditions right there's morbid obesity There's, there's a lot of factors however the vaccine is only helping you not get super sick 
It's not saying that you will not, they're not, all vaccines are not 100% effective. But I think people have to understand that it's just giving your body some defense against it. That's what it's trying to do. Uh, Tim says, yeah, Tim says blue states, blue states have lockdowns. Well, no, not just blue states have lockdowns. There's other states. Emma James in the chat says, she says they never said being vaccinated and boosted would get you. Yep. So she's, she's said just what you just said. And I'm going to look, I'm going to have a hard time choosing winners for shirts this tonight in the in the chat, man. There's a lot of, <laughs> I, I might even have to give Tim a shirt from I love Boston sports, even though he's being a douchebag in the comments. Um, John Hayes is in the yep, chat. I actually, I actually dropped off his shirt to him tonight. Um, man, but that, yeah, he pissed a lot of people off. So guys, it's nine o'clock. We're going to get ready to get out of here. Um, I got to thank Crystal for coming on the show with me tonight. I've got some stuff that I'm going to show you guys real quick here that we're coming up on. Um, real quick here. If you guys see these, I'm going to bring them up. The beanies that everybody bought from me. I got the beanies from guys like UFC, Peter Barrett, guys from other shows that I produce. I got to thank those guys for buying my hats and hanging out with me and, you know, supporting the show. Sinister One Productions. I also got to thank, um, let's see here. Who else we got? The guy who runs the gym and Natick. Is it Natick that he said? Yep, and Natick. Emma James and um, Ron Drago. He's in here. Of course, Ron is a good guy. We ride together. Tim, even though you're being a douche, um, thank you for tuning into the show. And... <laughs> Um, Tim, are you an island boy? Emma James just called Tim an island boy. I can't stand those two idiots. The two island boy guys. I despise them. I can't, I can't stand them. They drive me up a wall. I don't know who thought, like, it's like, who even thought that they had talent? Have you seen these guys yet? The island boys? Mm-hmm. You have? What are your thoughts on them? I just, I'm like... Uh, do we really have this type of society where someone like that can make money? Like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. there's a girl on TikTok selling her farts. Yeah. Wait a minute. What? Welcome, welcome to America. Welcome to the new America. Yeah. Hold, Are you selling on, your I, farts? Get out. Selling flatulence. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. Yeah. That's nasty. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrifying. All right, I got to get these guys. Uh, these are the guys that support me. Those are the shows that I sponsor and produce and have created. She Talks Football Podcast, Drafting the Circuits, Oscar Mike Radio, uh, Maddie C Sports for You and Me, Happy Hour with Lido, Talk Back with Gloria Shea. I produce her show. She's got a play coming up called Sugar the Play. Um, today's winner, John Hayes. I actually dropped off his shirt courtesy of I Love Boston Sports. This is picture with the Bill Belichick straight face, John Hayes. Thank you for supporting, listening to the show, and winning a T-shirt. There's a second picture for John Hayes sporting his shirt. I love Boston sports. And there's me with Santa. Last Saturday, my son was bowling in his bowling league, and Santa paid a visit. So I can give a big shout-out to Santa. And um, there's me with Steve, the Sandman Dunn, at the Marciano Tournament of Champions. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Crystal, I'm going to let you say 
your shout outs and what you got going on and how people can follow you and your funny ass stuff and say hello to you. That is so cute. Well, on social media, I'm Crystal Tyson. If you're looking for a gym, I own Fit Choice in Rosendale. My business partner, I have the first 24-hour gym in the city of Boston. Um, if you do friend me on Facebook, though, listen, my posts are outrageous, sometimes filthy. Please do not take that as a personal thing, saying that I am a disgusting little piglet, because I'm not. But I, things that are disgusting, I happen to find funny. So there you go. Tim said, boring Crystal in the chat, but I'm pretty sure when you go to check oh. your followers, he's there. Tim, Tim wants it. He wants to put it in my bum. That's what he wants. <laughs> Tim, Tim's there. He's already following. I'm pretty sure he's the biggest hypocrite around. <laughs> so, um, hey, everybody, I want to thank you guys for tuning in the show. This is the last show for 2021. Um, I'm glad to have you on here closing it out with me. I'll be back in 2022 i've got some great shows coming up i've got nick newell coming on i've got lee wang lee wang is the first asian woman to climb all seven mountains um she almost died climbing climbing mount everest she's gonna be on this show she actually reached out to me to come on the show i was like wait a minute really and then i said what do you what did you do and she's like this 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 and then she sent me a link to her site and i looked up her stuff and i was like holy christ this lady's the real deal so she's coming on the show wait when I is she coming on what's up what's her um, date she's coming on january 25th so i'll be able to have any, I, she's an inspiration to all women out there i think she's an inspiration to all women um, okay. she's going to talk about her life and what led her to mm -hmm. getting a life coach and her life coach is what pushed her to follow her dream and her dream was to climb all seven peaks and she was able to do it with the life coach and that's incredible yeah it's an amazing story she's a young girl and she's originally from boston she lives in seattle now but she's from boston lee wang is from boston also on uh february 8th i have tal slotnitsky he is the patriotic millionaire um when you guys see his banner in his face yes you did you saw him speaking at the white house probably about two years ago he was speaking there when this whole tax thing came up about billionaires and millionaires. Um, so this will be a great show for you guys to tune in. And then again, on January 11th, I've got Nick Newell. He's the one-arm MMA fighter who took home a couple of titles. And here's the funny thing. It's going to be a great interview because I've been following this kid's career since he was an amateur. And the fact that they have a movie for him. Is That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's great stuff. Guys, thank you for supporting the show. John Hayes says, we enjoyed 2021 with you, Keith. Merry Christmas. Oh, Everybody I in the chat that. tuned in. Thank you, that. thank you, thank you very much. And as I said, it, you know, again, prayers and blessings go out to the family of Cherie Pringle, um, who was found dead. Um, her family put that news out there. So, again, Lamar, Penny, um, you know, I, there's not, I, there's nothing I can say. Nothing I can say that replaces the loss of a loved one, especially during the holidays. Oh, man, now you've got to get stuck with the holidays, you know, just with this tragic, yeah. tragic loss. So, hey, Crystal, I hope to get you on in 2022. All right, it's a deal. We're well, loving you. And, and, and when are you going to do this stand-up? <laughs> hey, I'm going to get back into stand-up. I am. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I you should like, be doing it. Like COVID hesitant, I'm gonna be honest. Like you know, listen, these people are filthy. You got to go to pack club. Uh, yeah, you you I'm you should be to be honest. You should be doing your TED Talk stuff as a podcast. You would get a ton of followers. You should be doing it 
you know, I if do, you I need a producer. A I have a podcast. It's the What Did You Expect podcast that I oh, do with okay. Maverick at DC. Yeah. Oh, Mav. Yeah, I know Maverick well. Fam. That's fam right there. Uh, there for go. those who don't know Maverick from, from um, 94.5, it's funny. I've known Maverick for years, years, many years as, as Maverick. And um, I went to my aunt's funeral. And when I went to my aunt's funeral, Khalil Maverick was there. And he yeah. was like, he's like, whoa. He's like, your family? He's like, your aunt raised me as a kid. How crazy. I was like small world. Cause I, I remember him when he was little, but I, you know, you lose touch with family members. And then I'm like, Oh my God. And we were talking about how we used to have our family reunions at Salem Willows and all this stuff. And oh. Maverick's a great guy. I was actually in one of his music videos as a bodyguard. in yeah. One of Maverick's videos back in the day. So, well, he's stuff. doing really, really well. Yeah. So we have the, what did you expect podcast? It's over the top, but um, it mm-hmm. ranges. We go through every single topic. So. And he's DJing. He was DJing for the Red Sox this year. It was great stuff to see. Yep, him up there he is. Yep. So he's a Red Sox official DJ. He does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So, yeah, so guys, we got to get out of here. It's nine oh nine. I got to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy New New Year, uh, Happy Christmas, Kwanzaa, and all that other good stuff. <laughs> and um, you all got to be safe. And um, SpongeBob, it's Christmas time. But SpongeBob, do me a favor, take us home. Well. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics and stuff. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, meow. You guys, meow. Maybe a little more down, down here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, you don't repeat. I've been upstate and y'all think I'm playing And I gotta hit now For these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying Try me, try me and I'll probably end up laughing Cause I never back down I'm that chick with a clean ass whip I don't need that shit It's like I'm my own now I get hurt, I get tired of fussing, fighting Guess I gotta crack down Don't mess with me cause on everything I'ma have to bring the whole city out W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-N-A-T-O-R-Z-O-C-O-M W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-N-A-T-O-R-Z-O-C-O-M Enter website, enter website, enter website.